This is a Baby Brunch podcast. Baby Brunch, the parenting series, is proudly brought to you by FedHealth. With FedHealth, you create your perfect medical aid. From the benefits you want to how and how much you pay. Visit fedhealth.co.za and switch to FedHealth now. FedHealth, create your aid. It is Pregnancy Awareness Month and who better to chat to than Dr. Ghani. Doctor, I'm going to get straight into it. Medical conditions can become so much more aggravated when we are pregnant. What should we look out for? Immediately, I'm thinking hypertension, uh, diabetes and any infection. Right. Medical conditions can be aggravated by pregnancy. What do we do about it? That is an important one. And I often encourage women to plan the pregnancy or rather not even women, couples to plan the pregnancy because pre-pregnancy planning allows you to then have a look at those things, get a counseling about from the weight. If you have any underlying medical condition, hypertension, diabetes, we address those issues. If there are any genetic things, um, maybe you've had a previous uh, abnormality in in your previous pregnancy or previous losses um, of pregnancy, it allows us then to prepare you and prepare your body before you even fall pregnant. You look at things like, for example, the weight. A lot of us get too comfortable in our own skin and don't realize how much either a high BMI or a very low BMI can impact the pregnancy. And so those are some of the things. Um, and then one thing that's quite common, and I love what uh, one of the other uh, contraceptives have done, they've added folic acid onto their contraceptive. Um, folic acid is quite important. It helps prevent what you call a neural tube defect. That's got to do with the brain and the spinal cord. Um, so it decreases the chances of having those defects. So for me, I advocate a lot of pre-pregnancy planning because in that case, we're able to pre-plan. And even if you haven't, in the first few weeks of having found out that you're pregnant, speak to your doctor. There are medications we may need to change that you may already be on that are not compatible with pregnancy. So no such a thing of wait until you feel movements or kicks. No. As soon as you have missed your period, go see your doctor. Should I do an HIV test? Absolutely yes. Yes and yes. It falls. It actually should fall part of the pre-pregnancy testing um, or, or screening. And that allows for you to fall pregnant. You're already on medication. We have assessed what your viral load looks like. And therefore, it then decreases the chances of what you call a vertical transmission, which is between you and baby. It also is quite good, particularly for couples who may, for example, be discordant or one couple, one one party of the the the, the um, the, the, the couple is positive and the other one is not, then we can give something that is called pre-exposure prophylaxis before you start trying to fall pregnant. So it's all the things that are actually protective of you, of your partner, but also for your baby. This podcast is supported by Epimax Baby and Junior. The range of Epimax Baby and Junior gentle all-purpose emollient moisturizers is an all-day, everyday favorite for babies and children. Give your child a good start to every day by nourishing and protecting their skin with Epimax. What are some of the danger signs to look out for during pregnancy as well as post-delivery? During pregnancy, the most important things we worry about are 
bleeding during pregnancy bleeding during pregnancy is not normal and should be assessed any kind of bleeding you should assess it uh, secondly it's things like having you know headache um, uh, feeling a sense of what you call an epigastric pain those are some of the signs that are associated with severe uh, hypertension in pregnancy or what we call preeclampsia um, the other thing are if you obviously had a, a gush of water rushing down your legs so lyco particularly before it is time um, due date um, for your baby to arrive that's important and then one big one is fetal movement so your baby kicking you should start feeling that roughly around 18 to 20 weeks some people who are very small may feel the flutterings from about 16 17 weeks but you should be able to feel fetal movements on a consistent basis throughout your pregnancy it may slow down around 32 weeks or so not so much the number of movements but more the you know the intensity of the movement because baby starts occupying a lot of that womb space um, and when you feel a decrease please trust your intuition and go see your doctor you'd rather go there as many times as you need to but be protective of your pregnancy rather than thinking it's nothing there are many commentaries about what to do when the baby comes and how to take care of the baby um who who do we who do we believe who do we trust i think you know it's such a sad thing that it feels like sometimes the community is not congruent i think everybody in the community that gives off information is important so you've got the gynees that there's important evidence-based uh, uh, um, information that comes from that space. There are midwives. I find midwives very important in the sense that a lot of women, myself included, we we are more comfortable to speak to them and just uh, they seem to have more capacity time-wise um, for women. And 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 I think there shouldn't be a divide between gynees and midwives have both but other allied services that i think are, are so important are people like the doula um those people have really good information um one of the things i like to incorporate a lot in my practice is things like dietitian to speak about um you know nutrition during pregnancy um i, I have a group of biokineticists and physiotherapists who help us with things like you know the oohs and ahs the aches back ache you know the the the, the pelvic ache um, those are the people who also give off information. And I think there's nothing wrong with community of moms even. Those are support structures of peers that we often really relate to and it's easier to communicate with. But I often say, just make sure there is an expert, somebody who really knows from an evidence-based perspective. And then last but not least, the most popular is Dr. Google and Instagram. You know, everybody's opinion is there. And I often say to clients, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But that is information you need to go and verify with someone that you trust. And which is then comes back to whoever you pick as your clinician, make sure that you have a, a very safe space to ask questions. You can be yourself. Um, you can make your requests known about your wants and not wants, your preferences and not. And there is absolutely nothing wrong. You're not married to any clinician. If you're not feeling the energy of your gynae or your midwife, change get with someone that you're comfortable with so some of us forget to eat and then some of us um eat way too much uh, how important is self-care oh my gosh there's no such a thing first of all as eating for two your body does require a lot more 
nutrients, not more bigger portions. So it is important that whatever we're eating, the value, the nutritional value is good rather than thinking we have to eat more. Otherwise, we run into issues like gaining way too much weight. I mean, for example, we shouldn't be gaining a lot of weight in the first and second trimester of our pregnancy. Inevitably, in the third trimester, we'll pile it up. Um, but also what becomes important is um, things like, for example, water intake, you know, things like caffeine, things like what medications can I take and shouldn't I take? Those are important conversations to have um, with your your, with your clinician. People who eat a little or, or too little, um, that also has an impact. For example, the size of your baby. When you look at the lower socioeconomic groups um, who don't get enough nutrition, you find that issues of low birth weight, preterm labor, and just um, a growth of baby does get compromised quite significantly. So it's always important to balance it out. Over and above that, please make sure that you do take your supplements um, so that you're constantly optimizing your uh, your iron uh, 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 reserves, um, you will inevitably bleed at the time of delivery, whether you deliver normal vaginal or by cesarean section. So you want to be optimized for those kind of things. I know you had spoken a little bit about things like, um, you know, complications or issues post-delivery, danger signs post-delivery. Um, it is important to understand things like, for example, when you start having shortness of breath um, or pain in your calf, we worry about things. Pregnancy in itself is what you call a hypercoagulable. So you're more at risk of things like um, uh, releasing a clot that may come and sit on your chest, well, chest in terms of lungs, uh, your heart, but also even your brain. It may be on the legs as well, um, which is less fatal, but the ones that are really fatal is when it goes to your lungs, heart, and your brain. So watch out for that. Um, other things that people may experience is a, a sudden swelling after, you know, you like you were not that swollen during pregnancy and then suddenly. That's just simply because of the amount of fluid that was in your body that used to go into your uterus. But now it's got like we're done with the job now. So you, it's, we kind of call it autotransfusion. It goes back to your system and it may cause you a little bit of um, that, that, that swelling. And then obviously bleeding. You are expected to have some bleeding after pregnancy, but it shouldn't be a lot and it should decrease over the, a couple of days post-delivery. I'm just thinking, how important is the role of the partner and the dad? This is a conversation that we've had at one of our connection sessions before, but I just want to bring it up again, seeing that all partners need support, not just the pregnant partner. Oh my gosh. How important is the role of the partner or dad? I specifically have this thing that dads are pregnant too, right? And, and I think as clinicians, I always take the onus and say, we need to get the dads involved. But also, I think moms, we can get away with all sorts of things that we, you know, we are pregnant, the baby shower, and all the things that we do as girls and forget to give them information. A lot of, especially first-time dads, have never done this before. They are completely you know, overwhelmed by the whole process. But also there is a connection part that happens that, remember, they are not bonding with the baby because the baby's not growing with them. But when we get them in, involved, it really helps with bonding with baby. It is, I always say, the partner actually is the full-time doctor because very often they are the ones who live with 
the pregnant woman, whereas I just see the patient, you know, once a month or twice or three times a month. And so giving them information allows them to feel more competent about how they can support their pregnant partner, um, but also alleviates the anxiety. I mean, research has shown over and over that women who are in supportive environments and, and relationships, they do better, both the pregnant woman and the, the, the neonate or the, the, the child. So there's benefit all around with getting dads involved um, from a perspective of support, but also allowing dads to be able to bond with baby as well. Now, one thing that I'm quite passionate about, and I've had many chats about this to some of my friends, and some of them are not pregnant and others uh, don't want to be mothers, but women's rights is, is something valuable to me. And especially to our pregnant women, I mean, they should know their rights to have the right to ask questions and being answered or um, even to get an explanation about their condition, uh, what to do. Perhaps you want to comment on that. There has always, and, and, and I know from my own experience being pregnant, how there's always been almost this divide between doctors and patients, you know, and sometimes it's for good reasons, ethical reasons and so on. We need to be professional and as clinicians, we mustn't cross that line. But... I've often said pregnancy is really one of those sensitive, vulnerable times where a woman, one, needs uh, uh, to understand what is happening with their body. So knowing your rights as a woman allows you to, one, ask all the right questions. And if you feel like your doctor is either withholding information or they are not up or forthcoming with um, giving you information about your pregnancy, then that's where I say, Go somewhere where you can be more comfortable. You have a right to ask questions. You have a right to be given information. You have a right to understand why we do all these array of testing. You have a right to communicate your preferred mode of delivery. And if it is not, um, if there's complications or reasons that it cannot be expedited, you have a right for your doctor to explain what are the problems or what are the issues with doing a, a certain kind of delivery under those conditions? Um, but you build the rapport over the nine months of pregnancy. And so I always say in your first trimester, that's when you assess out if you are compatible with your gynae or not. Don't feel afraid um, and to, to, to communicate this information. And, and like I said, you're not married to any clinician be comfortable, be in a safe space where you feel seen and heard. Doctor, thank you so much for your time. This podcast was supported by Epimax Baby and Junior. Epimax Baby and Junior is dermatologist approved, free of artificial colorants and fragrances, and is safe to use from birth. Touch, nourish, love your child's skin with Epimax Baby and Junior. Available from leading pharmacies and retail stores. Baby Brunch, the parenting series, is proudly brought to you by FedHealth. With FedHealth, you create your perfect medical aid, from the benefits you want to how and how much you pay. Visit fedhealth.co.za and switch to FedHealth now. FedHealth, create your aid.